This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, Heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes... The one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live. This is Consignment Heroes, and our phone lines are open. 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. This show is all about stuff, as you just heard there in the big intro. So whether you have uh, gold coins or gold jewelry or silver uh, plated uh, you know plates and silverware or fine china figurines sports cards memorabilia antique TVs record players cameras anything that you have lying around your house that you think might have some special value maybe it was a family heirloom maybe it's something you bought back in college and it's 40 years ago now and you go you know what somebody might be interested in this old textbook or bag or whatever it is an original computer uh, a ping pong machine or pinball machine I'm running out of ideas Joining us in studio, one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada and Northern Treasures on TV's A&D, as well as this show, Paul Kenny. How you doing? Do you know what I used to say? What's that? I'll buy anything. I just pay less (laughs) for the stuff I don't want. Oh, I see. Okay, fair enough. Yes. My wife would kill me for saying that. She'll say, right now at home, she's busting something on a shelf because I said that I buy anything. And she's probably crowded and a thing, all sorts of, you know, antiques and collectibles all around her. So if she throws something, it could be very costly to you. Yes, it can. But like I say, I want to start this week. But the last thing I said at the end of last week's show was about getting two prices. Three people called me this week that were at those roadshow things where people at the hotels. Yeah, the roadshow things, we've, we talk about them all the time. They sort of drift into town. They do blitz advertising. Yeah. If, you have, if you have gold, if you have coins, come to us. We'll give you money on the spot. We're, we know what we're doing, but many times they don't pay you half of the value of what no. it's worth. Here's exact. They offered 1200 We paid 2230 What they was the off- item? What was the item? Oh, this was uh, silver dollars. Wow. And another one was uh, some Olympic sets. You know those Olympic 1976 sets? You know, and they had a bunch of them. They they offered uh, six hundred, and we were going to pay them ten thirty. Now these people will come into us. I'm glad they called me, okay? Because now they they didn't take the. I hope they didn't take the the lower offer right. from these other people. But these are people who are right there. It says, and I gave my number last week six four seven two nine eight eight nine eight nine. You're allowed to call me, yeah, and I'll give you an answer as, as best I can over in the best way I can calculate it at that time, but I'm sure it'll be higher than what they're paying right? at all times. And these are exact things. They said, this is what they offered me, Paul. They read off the stuff to me. I says, okay, I could do it in my head. I said, here's what we would pay you. He says, okay, we're coming to see you. You know, the, the, sort of why this show is important is when you talk about the markets where there's wiggle room. You know, like if I if I told you there was a house that sold this this week for a million dollars in Toronto. Yeah. But they it could, it's really worth one point three. They just they overlooked that it's on a ravine or there was some yeah. little detail about it. 
Those mistakes happen all the time. They especially happen when it comes to antiques and collectibles. It's not like, say, the stock market. You know, no. if if shares of Johnson and Johnson or Coca Cola or Apple, you know, if it's if it's two hundred dollars, that's you're not getting fifty percent off. It's never going to happen. It's a digital yeah. market. It's established pricing. It's auto sell, auto trade. There is no wiggle room. So you yeah. deal in in areas where people don't understand what the market is. They might sell you. They might sell an item for a hundred dollars, not realizing it was worth a thousand. It happens every day, all the time. Well, that that happened this week. Okay, I went to for, for this house and they had the Royal Daltons and nice stuff and on the kitchen table and stuff like this. And I said, here's your prices. And and in the corner of my eye, I spot this really ugly bird. Okay? What it's called mean, like Mar- a taxidermy bird? Or? No, no. It was like a uh, porcelain bird. Okay. okay yeah. And it was one of those cases of that old thing. That old thing is probably going to be there to them, be worth between twenty five dollars and $35,000. Really? What was okay? the story? How'd they get their hands on it? It was, was just something that was handed down and handed wow. down. And and it was because it was, I can't remember, I'm going to just say, I'm going to have to make up her name, Aunt Mabel. Okay, Okay, yeah. Aunt Mabel had this, because I haven't bought it yet, uh, but I just said it, and it's the best $175 these people ever spent, okay? <laughs> <laughs> because they would have just thrown it out or someone else would have come in. I says, no, this is, this is, this is a Martin Brothers bird. This is, this is, it's in perfect condition. Wow. These are very desirable. They'll sell in England. And not only that, but it's not only tell them the price of it, but we're going to try and tell them how to sell it. On where to sell it. Some of these birds have sold as high as one hundred and ten thousand dollars. Wow! That's when you, when you see so, something. But they, mentally, they go, "Oh, these are Royal Dalton Dalton figurines. These are collectible. These are worth money." And yeah. that old bird. Well, we just keep it around because Aunt Mabel liked yeah, it. Like, yeah, it, it could. I think it was like a, they, I don't know if they had tobacco in or something. It's, but it's one of these things. It's like. Do you know what? And then it's only because I'm always now. People say this when I'm in their house. I'm not looking at them. I'm looking around the room all the time. Fair enough. Looking yeah. at stuff because that's my job. Because it's it's not what you think is valuable. It's what I'm, I'm there to tell you what you don't know is valuable. Yeah, markets are made all the yeah. time on other on other items that people don't even realize. Yeah, they can look up their world on. They can look up an uh, autumn breezes on net and find out it's going for sixty five to seventy five dollars. You just got to find someone who's willing to ship it and all that stuff. That stuff is easy to do. It's the other stuff. Yeah. Okay. So it's insane. It's like uh, toy collectibles. And you go, oh, I have an original Luke Skywalker figurine. And you go, well, okay, great. That's worth a few hundred bucks. If you have the box in mint condition, that's worth a few thousand bucks. You know, people would scratch their... That's how it goes. And you have one little guy with a plastic cape and he's worth 2500 Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> misprint type of things. I know yeah, what you're talking yeah. about. Holy uh, cow. Look how busy we I are. I know. Today. I know. I was just going to say we're behind. We've got to get to work here. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live. Our phone lines are open. If you have a rare or interesting item or a collection of something, you're curious if it has any special value. Maybe it's been handed down through the generations or lying in your basement, attic, or, or garage. Who knows? If you want to know if it's something you need, you can call the show and talk to an expert. His name is Paul Kenny. He's found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically finding value that most people overlook. Our number is 416-360-0740. Our first caller is going to be Gwen in Clarington. Gwen, good afternoon. How are you? Fine, thank you. And what do you have? I have, um, it's a sterling silver cup, and it's from the Mid-Surrey, and I think it says CC. And it was the um, Brighton back tandem bike race. It's and it was oh. five hours and thirty four minutes, and it was eighteen ninety five. Perfect. Okay, but like the cycling trophy. It's yeah. a trophy, right? Yeah, it was a trophy for the race. Oh yeah, you, didn't yeah. Say, you said a cup. I was right when you said cup. I was thinking a christening cup, and then well, you had the bike. Okay, I know where you're at now. A trophy cup. cup. You're in a trophy like the Stanley cup. cup. How tall is it? 
It's about, um, I'd say, six inches. Is that including the stand or on top of the stand? It's got a base on it. Little base, little wooden base. Yeah. No, it's uh, all silver. Okay. It'll be worth more than on the silver because people do collect the cycling, which is very popular at the turn of the century. Now, does it have a, is it just the writing on it or does it have a little guy on a bicycle? Does it have a little, uh, does it have any, any figures on it? No. no. Rats. Okay. So this will be um, in Brighton. Brighton, uh, England or Brighton, Ontario? Brighton, England. Okay. So it's probably, this will be the suit. They have the races there all the time. This is probably going to be worth 50 to $75 because oh, the, yeah. the silver value is going to be $25, $30. But if it had a figure of a guy on a bike on it, it would go catapult to $500. Okay. Oh, wow. Figural trophies are always better. If you've got a hockey trophy and it's got two, um, uh, if it's got a guy skating, it's going to, Triple the value. If it's only got two hockey sticks, it'll double the value because people like the figural part that says you don't have you don't have to read this trophy to know what it's about. Right. Okay. Oh, that's and like, but uh, cycling is good. It's not as popular, but uh, any of the major sports like golf, um, baseball, uh, horse racing. There was a horse racing trophy that uh, they tried to. It had a uh, a picture of horses all three D on it. And it was a magnificent piece. But, and it was so nice that the, country, the government would not allow them to export it out of the country. Okay. Interesting. So that's, sometimes that comes into play. But if it's a figural trophy, they're always worth more. Like, I'm going to say, I told you enough about your trophy. I'm going to say, because I was going to talk about this today. People have t- I talk about cups and saucers. Yeah. The ones with the figural handles, where they have a bird on the handle or a flower on the handle um. or... Uh, uh, something like that. It'll be Paragon, it'll be Ainsley, it'll be uh, Shelley. Those are worth triple what the other ones are worth. If you've got one that's got the, ro- I always talk about the roses and the gold and the color and stuff, oh, but if you've got figural handles, people like that extra little pizzazz because that costs more to make in the first place. They made less of them, and the people who collect them are fevered. They're crazy about getting them, and they can't get enough. Okay? Okay. But your little trophy like that, unless it's, I should take one step back. If, if it was made out to a famous person, the person no, who won it's it. like a distant relative. Distant uh, relative, and he's not famous except yeah. for to you, okay. Yeah. On, um, if it's to a famous person like Zimmerman or is one of the famous racers, then it can be worth several of thousands of dollars to the collectors who collect my bicycle stuff. Oh, my okay? goodness. I just broke a lid on a bowl that had... Oh, my gosh. It had flowers on the lid. You picked uh, it up, oh. and it was flowers. It was a How much did that cost, her, Paul? Okay, no, no, but you're anyway. my favorite kind of person because you have to replace that bowl. I look forward to seeing you in my store. How's that? <laughs> Looking okay. for the lid. Okay, fair enough. There's always two sides to a story. Okay, thanks. Gwen, thanks for your phone call. Our next caller is Jen, and she's calling from Scarborough. Jen, how are you? Hi. Hi, uh, Paul. Yep. Okay. Um, I was given, uh, bought uh, in Florida... Uh, a diamond, well, it had diamonds around um, an aquamarine stone. Okay. Okay. Um, now, I think it was about 2000 at the time, approximately. I can't remember. Uh, depends on how big the diamonds are. Depends how big the aquamarine is, how good the stone is, making okay. sure there's no chips on it. When was the last time you got appraised? I've never gotten it appraised. Well, why do you know it's worth two thousand? Well, that's what 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 it was um, bought for. Oh, okay, okay. So, what you do have to do? How long ago did you get this? Um, probably thirty years ago. It's so, uh, 
Oh, like, this could be good now. Now, what I tell people, and I say, and we do it all the time, people bring stuff in. I want, especially with uh, stones, diamonds, aquamarines, topaz, rubies, emeralds, any of that kind of stuff, you have to get appraised again. Now, I was at a place this week where someone paid $100 to get a $200 ring appraised. Oh, they got taken. Well, now, sure. you should not have to pay. We, we appraise them for $20 because okay. we get a trade, we get a, what we call in the trade rate. But you should not have to pay more than $50 to get something like that appraised, okay? If they charge you more than $50, please leave the store, okay? Okay. Um, now, my friend, uh, I have a friend and she's got a carrot diamond and she wants diamond ring and she's probably had it for 20, 30 years. Uh, any idea what that would be? Again, you have to bring it in because oh. diamonds has – there's a couple of things on diamonds. One is the cut. Oh. And most people don't know. If, it, if it's a marquee cut, they're out of fashion. No good. Uh, not no good, but you can have a four or five carat uh, marquee, but nobody wants to buy them. The next thing you have to worry about is the uh, size of it is – and then you've got – oops, got to take that off. Uh, the size of the ring and the clarity of the ring. So that's where we call VS or VVS or inclusion. When they'll say SI1, that means there's a, an inclusion that you can see in it. Okay. The next thing is color. So this is why I'm trying to say this all over the air right now, but you have to get these things appraised. And there's two reasons why we do it. We want you to know what you're selling us and we want to know what we're buying. Okay, yeah. or we can, or if it's even on consignment. Well, she and, she bought hers herself, and uh, my late husband bought it for me. Okay, in Florida, and that's all I can remember. It was worth about you know we we he paid about two grand for it. That's American too. Okay, oh, bring yeah. it into the shop, and we get a praise for you. Okay, sure. and then you can decide what you want to do. If you want to sell it, you want to consign it. And you should even get appraised because if you're going to hand it down to your kids, you tell them the story, which you just told me, and you uh, write it down. You want to know what it's worth today because you don't want them going, suppose you get, suppose something happens and your kids sell this ring and they sell it for, they don't know it's worth 2000 They sell it for some guy who advertises on uh, TV and he says, I'll buy this for, I'll buy that. And they end up paying you $200 for a $20,000 ring. Yeah. Your kids don't know. you got to tell them the story. We say this all the time. Okay. Make now, sure you tell me, tell your, whatever you're going to do with this ring, tell it to somebody else, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry? I want to sell it. Okay, she bring it in. It. Okay, so top dollar. 10,341 Young Street. We have a gemologist. He's on. He's oh. going to Disneyland next week. I'm paying him too much. Um, <laughs> he's uh, here all this week, and we can take care of you this week. How's that? Oh, okay. Uh, I have to get somebody to drive me up there, and uh, and my friend up up there. Call me at the store nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. We will work this out for you. Okay. Thank you so much for your call. That was Jen Thanks. in Scarborough. Again, the store's location is 10,341 Young Street. That's in Richmond Hill on Young, just north of Major McKenzie. And the phone number is 905-737-GOLD. So 905-737-4653. Our next caller is Lorraine in Cambridge. Lorraine, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zoomer Radio. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have um, a little bank. It's like, um, uh, it's from the... The Montreal City and District Savings Bank. It's embossed. Um, with Is it made out of tin, it. pressed metal, or cast iron? Metal. Okay. That's not like um, 
steel, yep. and the embossing has got red coloring inside of it. It's um, three by four and about two inches deep, and it's got a money slot on the top that it's you can close it with a little lever, and it's got a handle that you hold on it, you know, like a little lunchbox, and it comes in a leather, imitation leather thing with the embossing on the... Okay. Now, is it got a bank, an actual CIBC, Bank of Montreal? No, it's got the Montreal City and District Savings Bank. Okay, between 45 and $65 generally. Okay. Um, and it's kind of a nice item. Um, yeah. But people collect banks, and it sounds like it'll be, if it's from just a zone like that, people collect them from all different cities. And someone's collecting Montreal stuff will buy it. Okay, now I have another one that's nicer, but it's a wreck. It's um, like, it looks like a, uh, it's a heavy metal. Um, cast iron? Safe cast iron. Mm. Yeah. And with a combination on the front, but somebody safe cracked it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did that on the show. Well, on our, on, when we were on. Cons- on um, Storage Wars Canada. Uh, Storage Wars Canada. I had a blank here. We had a safe. We found a safe. Bogart found the safe. We had to crack it, and we didn't do a very good job. We almost killed each other uh, <laughs> trying to crack these safes. And what and was the, in that safe, by uh, the way? <laughs> that's when Bogart came up with that great line, because we dropped it from 40 feet up to try and do it. Right. And Bogart says, who would keep broken China in a safe? <laughs> and I said, well, it might have been broken before we got it. Okay. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, that we had a lot of fun with that. But, yeah, those ones are worth about... Twenty thirty dollars. Yeah, somebody might want it. Who would just? I would just give it to them if they want to fix it up. Yeah, sometimes it costs more to fix it than it, like I tell people don't don't spend three hundred dollars repairing a fifty dollar no, clock. No, I wouldn't do that. Now the other thing I have is um, an LP and a program from the musical Hair. Signed? Oh, from where? No. From I. They're not. I don't believe they're from the original um, stage oh. play. Okay. But which production? Which city? Yeah, I don't even know that. Oh. You got to send me a picture. Send me off a picture. But anything from okay, Hair is... People like... The, pardon? The American Tribal Love Rock Musical Hair, and it's put out by... Uh, yeah, like you want Broadway or Off-Broadway. If it yeah, was yeah. in Cincinnati, yeah. it's not going to be... No, us. no. Yeah. You're probably 10, 10 to $15. And, oh. you know, it's kind of just a neat item. It's something put, so someone puts in a frame. There might even be a hair pro, um, album on the wall as we walk out of here. Yeah. Okay? Part of history. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for your phone call. Our next caller is Stella. Stella's on line four. She's been waiting patiently, and she's in Mississauga. Good afternoon, Stella. Hi, how are you? Pretty good. What do you have? Good. I have a German Stein, which my mother brought back from Poland when she went to visit her mom in the late 50s. Okay. I know nothing about it, and it's all in German, and it shows you the uh, soldiers on horses with okay. their swords up in the air. And it's like a cobalt background, kind of blue, brownish at the top? Uh, sort of bluish at the top. Okay. Yeah. With a lid or not lid? No lid. No lid. Uh, when you look inside of it, uh, there might be a naughty scene. If there's a naughty scene, they're worth 100, 150. Define naughty scene. A naughty scene would be something doing something naughty. Um, sexual a, naughty? What do you mean? Sexual naughty, or it oh, could okay. be a girl. I don't you know, see a scene. Yeah, sometimes they have them. If it's just a regular Stein, that's because when you drank your beer, you want somebody something to look at at the end of the at the, at the end of <laughs> so your beer. I'll buy the porn Stein. That was a hot porn big Stein. Sorry, yeah. um, your Steins. Those Steins are sold as souvenir stuff. They go for between ten and thirty five dollars. A lot of people bought them. In the same way that if you go to uh, Denmark, you get that little uh, girl sitting on the rock. Mm-hmm. If you go to Israel, they give you the little coin sets. Um, there's certain things that 
people who travel to certain countries always bring back one of. Yeah. Okay. At the bottom, it, it says ten twenty. No, okay, yeah. It just um, and then uh, it has all the the soldiers' names. Hmm. Uh, Maybe it's handle. a bit better. Maybe it's a bit better. Oh, send me off a picture. If you send me a picture, but I'm still going to stick to my story right now mm-hmm. without seeing it. Um, send me off a picture to sales with an S at torontogoldsilver.com, and I'll send you back a reply right away. Yeah, it's got Promberg, um, let's see, 1910 to 13. Okay, this might have been an older one, maybe not out of the 50s. You might have one that's right after, for, just before World War One, or in that area. Yeah, it so is after that, yeah. Send me a picture and we'll go from there, okay? Yeah, okay then. Thank you. And that goes for anybody. If you have an interesting item, you don't get a chance to get in on the show today, you can always snap a picture of it with your cell phone or whatever and just email that image with your name and number to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That way you'll get more eyes on it and likely a much more accurate price for what it might sell. But beer steins, German beer steins, this is pretty, that's a pretty well-known market as well. You yeah. said there's things to look for. Do they have a lid? How ornate is it? A glass bottom, not a glass bottom, these sorts of things. Yeah, or and to the manufacturer. The manufacturer or the, how old it is, that comes out to it. That's how we decide what its, va- its value is. Yeah, but I can, you know, there's hundreds of people or maybe even more listening. Go, oh, you know what, there's that old, we have an old bar in the basement. It hasn't been touched in 70 years. Bunch of steins down there. Yeah. What generally, what are the names that they're looking for? Which one are the valuable ones, would you say? <sighs> I can't ever pronounce this right. Metlock? Metlock, uh, something yeah, like that? Okay. Yeah, and I just usually go, the, I have to look them up because the German word, you know, I don't think there's any such thing as a German poet. Because their words, such a beautiful language, such yeah. a beautiful, and I can never pronounce any of the words. My wife's German. I no, never, it doesn't. It's not as. It's not like Parisian French. When you hear that, you go, "Oh, this is romantic, right?" No, it's hard for me to do that with that stuff. There's one company called WMF, and I know. I just say WMF. I have no idea how to pronounce the name that that goes around. Understood. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live this Sunday afternoon. If you have a rare or interesting item, or just something you're curious about that you own or uh, you're curious about its value, you can call us right now. Our number here is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. That's 1-866-740-4740. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them, so should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com. And be a hero like me. Welcome back to 
and Simon Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live and in studio with a man who has found fame and fortune dealing in stuff, specifically identifying value that most people just flat out overlook. You know him from Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasures and, of course, this show on Zuma Radio can Simon Heroes. Paul Kenny, are you ready for some more calls? Wait a minute. Yeah. I have to plug my friend who's going to be, my, I have a very good friend who's going to be at the, the car show this week. Yeah, that's me. No, that, I have other good friends, you know. <laughs> okay, okay, I feel slighted now. <laughs> no, I have, I have another good, my friends from, from uh, um, Southworks Antique Mall, Doug oh, and Laura, okay. yeah. are going to be there all week. I'd like you to go visit them, say hi, say hi from me. They won't give you half a million dollars. If I'm there, I would give you half a million dollars, but I won't be there. But I understand you, my other good friend, yes. Ben Mercer, is going to be there. You have many friends that are going to be at the car <laughs> show, yeah. What I'm day are you going to be there? Why is Southworks there? Are they selling antique cars? No, they're doing something just to advertise the mall. It's a good mall. And they're out there advertising. And the nostalgia and the cars, I don't know what they're doing. I haven't seen what they're doing yet. Oh, cool. But they're one of the vendors there. Okay. I'll keep an eye out for them. Yeah, no. And, they, and they'll look for you as well. And I'm going to hit both of you guys up for free tickets. One of you two is going to get me free tickets. <laughs> your media. Just walk in and say, where's the media tent? Then you explain you're a huge star and they'll let you right in. Okay. We shouldn't have to wait in line. I've done that before. I've, I got bruises. <laughs> You're a media guy. Yeah, okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Our next caller is Roger. Roger's on the other side of the border. He's in Rochester, New York. Roger, how are you? Uh-oh. Hello, Roger. This is our fault. We left him on hold too long. Roger, our apologies. Can we put him back on hold in case he had to leave the phone? Yep. This happens. Sometimes people are on hold too long. They have to, you know, life gets in the way. We'll leave him on hold. We'll check back with him. Our next caller is Mike in Toronto. Mike, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. And what do you have? Um, I'm collecting uh, the silver coins. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering, how much does uh, one ounce, uh, five ounce, and those Olympics uh, silver coins worth it now? Okay. You've got in your um, one ounce coins... If it's silver, we sell them in our store for uh, between 2 and $3 over spot. Spot right now, and I should explain this to people a bit. Spot silver, when you see it in the United States, it'll be like $16.50. We're in Canada, and that translates to $20.50. So some people, when they're trying to buy the silver from you, will show you the U.S. spot. The real spot is around $20.50. So if you want to buy them off, you, off us, we would sell you the maples for 20 23.10 right now, okay, which is $2.50 over for maples. Bars are $2 over per ounce. If you want to buy 10-ounce bars from us, we have bars in our store that are uh, $20.50 plus $1.50, which is 20, uh, $22. So that would cost you $220 for 10 ounces of silver. If you want to buy uh, silver dollars, we sell them in our store for 10% over whatever spot is. Okay. I think he was actually asking about Olympic coins specifically. Oh, were you? Okay, sorry, I went into all that for you. Someone will get will appreciate that information. Wait, did we lose him? Okay. With the Wait, Olymp- Mike in Toronto, are you still there? Yes, yes. Yeah. Were you asking specifically about some coins that were issued as silver coins through the Olympic yes, celebration I'm, series? I'm, I'm collecting all kinds. Uh, I also collect the five ounce round uh, Scotia uh, uh, silver five. Yeah, if you're collecting, yeah, those are cool looking. Yeah, they're cool, but you should never have to pay more than two dollars an ounce over on those because they're uh, because they're generic. With your with the five dollar, the five dollar 
uh, silver coin right now. I'm going to tell you. It, we, in 1976, we had $5 coins. There are 0.72 of an ounce of silver in each one. So all you do is go 20.5 times 0.72. They're worth 14.76 each. Now, coincidentally, the $10, which is double the size, is going to be worth $29.50. Okay? okay. You okay. have to pay a slight premium. Usually you can buy those at 3% over. Right. And then, uh, we're yeah. talking over a lot of people's heads. They go, wait a second, I understand. Silver coin, silver dollar, what's the yeah. difference? So a silver dollar would be issued by the mint and, yeah. and sort of for regular circulation. Some people used them, some people didn't. Depending on the year, it has a different amount of silver content in it. Yeah. They'll all be worth the dollar that's printed on the actual surface yeah. of the image, but the silver content in many cases is worth much more. The yeah. distinction you're making with what we call Canadian maples, which would be not for circulation, they have yeah. $5 printed on the face of them. Yeah. It's a beautiful silver maple, and the best in the world as far as any government that makes it, it is 99.99 pure silver. Yep. They are pursued all over the world oh, yeah. as the best, highest quality silver. Not so much in engineering, but in actual yeah. silver quality. That's why you mentioned there's a $2.50 over yeah, the premium on it. But uh, many coins, like the Olympic coins, you're saying, wait a second, it's, it's, a, it's a $5 coin, but it only has 70% silver. All of these things are tracked online, and you guys yeah. literally pay the value to the penny of the percentage of silver in those coins. Yeah. Very interesting distinction. Even oh, yeah. silver plate you guys deal with. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we melt silver plate. The difference between the, the Olympic, which is sterling silver, and say your silver dollar, each silver dollar is 0.6 of an ounce. And we do it that way, okay? Come on into our store. Give me a call during the week. I'm sure I can help you out here. Whether you're buying or selling, uh, we sell for a little cheaper and we buy for a little bit more. We just make less money. Yeah, and it's not just coins. I mean, if somebody has a, an old broken gold necklace, you know, yep. the chain is snapped on it. That's worth money. They weigh it. They'll tell you exactly how much gold is in that chain and cash you out or give you value and trade for coins or whatever you want to do. So it's not necessarily just coins every time. Oh, no, no. Well, like I said, I'll buy anything. Stuff I don't want, I'll just pay a little less for. Fair enough. Our next caller. Let's go to Kim in Georgian Bay. She's on line four. Kim, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you guys doing today in this balmy weather? Uh, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> don't remind I like mess. snow and Ben doesn't well, like I was snow. Saying, I don't remember ever. Like This is like the snowiest uh, downtown Toronto I can remember. We, like There's easily six, seven, eight inches yeah. of snow right outside the window. It's nice snow, though. Anyway, we're bummed out, Kim. How are you? Hey, well, you know what? I live in snow country, so we embrace it and hope everybody stays employed up at the mountain, right? Great. <laughs> okay. The reason why I'm calling is my mom has passed down to me, I want to call it a dome clock. It sits on a gold base. It has four little balls that spin around, and it's made by Kundu, K-U-N-D-O. Um, that's the brand on it, and, and it's in Germany. Okay. And it has a dome on it, the glass dome that goes over it. Does that... I'm trying to think of who this would be. Like, and now, does it working? It works. It and it has the key. Apparently, you have to hide the key because once the key is gone, it's not worth anything. Interesting. No, you can always get tea. You can always get something. You just have to have to pay for it. That's all in this world. <laughs> That's true, right? Yeah. So, Kundu is a brand name. And yeah. the, they vary in value. Even online, you can look anywhere between $29 to not that high. I don't know that it's renowned as a high-quality clock. No. Don't be paying it. Don't pay a lot for this key. Do not pay to replace it. So the, the all-in glass dome is still... It's, um, the balls spin, but it still has a one-directional face, obviously. It's not multiple faces on it. Yeah. 
No, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It looks a I lot better it. than what it's worth. How's that? Well, my mom, it had she had it on her mantelpiece, well, for 60 years. And it was just something that sits on my shelf. And I was listening to your show. I thought, geez, you know, do I have to hide it or get it insured? <laughs> no, no. Just enjoy it. Use it. And, and I have been. And, and I've been trying to hide the key from the kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, well, that's great. I have well, a quick question. Yep. Is there any value in Canada canning jars dated back to the 30s that are stamped? Oh, yeah, some are. The-, um, the ones, that, if they're colored, that'll make a difference. It depends on the brand. Crown is a lot of them. Like, we have some that'll be uh, Eaton's. Say Eaton's or... Uh, if they're branded by a certain store, they sell. And it depends on the size of them, and it'll depend on color. Brown is better. Uh, your big, uh, your deep aqua is better. Um, and they can go up to thousands of dollars. They're not as quite as collectible as they used to be, but um, and they're still useful, and you can use them for drinking liquor out of, too. No. Well, I, I use mine. I've got the brown ones that are dated back from the 30s, right up to 54, that my grandmother passed on. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I thought, geez, you know, you, you wonder if you should leave your kids any of these things or just <laughs> not worry about them. No, no. What you got to do here is you got to tell them the story. If that's how you got them. And yeah. if you use them, if you actually did some canning, they by the time your kids grow up, they might canning. No one will do it anymore. But I know when I was growing up, my, my mother canned jams and fruits and all that stuff, you know. And yeah. uh, we don't do it anymore. It might, I think it still happens in the country. But of course, yeah. But we've forgotten about it. But people still collect it because it's part of history. You know what I mean? But you'd have to go to a specific – there are specialty sites for these, for these canning jars, okay? And up here in Canada, we're lucky because we have – they're collected all over the United States and Canada, and Canadian jars are a little less prevalent. There's not as many of them. Okay, but if you have one that says Eaton's and it's a two quart and it's got the lid and it's in perfect shape and it happens to be green, a little bit darker green or something, you might get five hundred dollars for it. Okay, right. But great. I don't know what you got. But yeah, and the now, clock, you know, it's still early in the game. If you're gonna let your grandchildren a hundred years from now, that, that clock might be worth double or triple what it is now. Yeah. Well, we'll save it for them. I didn't catch your website. Can you guys announce it again so that? Uh, us listeners can maybe send you some text or some uh, email. Right. So Toronto Gold Silver is the name that you can Google and, and get all the details. That'll tell you that it's located at 10,341 Young Street. If you wanted to email photos, say you're going through these jars and you go, okay, these few look interesting. I'll snap a photo. Send that email directly to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's the best thing to do. Awesome. Okay, listen, thank you, and good luck with the show. Thank you so much for your call. Our next caller is going to be Bruce in Scarborough. Bruce, how are you? Good, thanks. I have a, a letter opener. I think it's brass. Okay. Uh, I Googled it, and I saw one exactly like it, but I couldn't. It was it sold at auction, but I could. the auction company would not uh, give it what it sold for unless I joined their... Yeah, don't yeah, do that. Yeah, common yeah. thing. So anyhow... It it says on it, it says 1878 De Lavelle to 1928. What? Okay. And it's like printed, embossed right in. Oh, that'll be a 50-year thing, 1878-28. That's a 50-year anniversary. anniversary Something. De Lavelle, D-E Lavelle. D-E. No, not ringing a bell for me. No idea, see. No. Well, and you know, it's that's not it's Is not it from fragile? the 15th century. Obviously, it's no. you know, it's a uh, it's 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 more modern and it's commemorative, right? So, 
But anyhow, it's, it's not going to be a lost treasure, is my point. No. Like I said, one sold at an auction, and it, it might, they, they were featuring it. The they were featuring company. it? Now, it might have been because who was made by. Is there, like, there might be a manufacturer on it. Um, it might have been made by Tiffany, Cartier, something like that. And this is where we have to go a little bit deeper on finding stuff, and maybe we'll see a picture. Is it figural in any way, or just like a, a knife with a handle? It, it looks like a knife with a handle. It's it's obviously quality. You can yeah. tell with the weight of it and all that. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing this is made by someone special, Cartier, uh, Tiffany, or uh, one of the one of those big houses in and brass. Though they might it might be in gold. It's per- it you be, think uh, it's brass? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if it was gold, I think you can usually tell the difference. Like gold. Uh, no, no, we're teasing, but we're saying that it's not a high quality. Like if it was something like a brass handle and a sterling silver blade, something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I've I've got plenty of letter openers. Like just this is special. It's obviously it feels special. Yeah. Well, you know what? We don't have the answers live on the radio, but obviously it's. It's worth something, and you can find out more. If you can, grab your cell phone, click a picture, and just email just that image off to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Literally just type in sales, yeah. the symbol for at torontogoldsilver.com. A yeah. roll of uh, 1967 dimes, silver dimes. $83. For a roll. That's what we're selling for right now. If it's a bankroll. Yeah, when is the roll from? Yeah, it was like if a it's bank some roll? authentic 1967 roll, it might add some money. from the bank. If it's a bank roll, we're selling for eighty three dollars. The problem with these rolls are, is that 1967. Without getting into too much detail, the the government used to make silver dimes out of eighty percent silver, and they switched to fifty percent halfway through the year. So we don't know without testing it whether it's a fifty percent roll or an eighty percent roll. So we right. sell them in the middle and pretend they're sixty five percent silver. The, the roll you're talking about right now, we have on our site right now, we're selling for $83. That's why I happen to know that number. What do you buy them for? Uh, we'll buy them for 83 uh, $73, uh, 68 $68? $68. Yeah, 68 okay. Now, if they were 1966, if they were all coins 1966, that's we know for sure yeah. what the answer is because they'd be higher silver value. But as, as a bankroll, that's why I talk to people, you know, the bank tellers and stuff. People who have bankrolls, they are worth more because all the co- coins inside them are considered to be mint. Right. And a bankroll looks like a little shotgun shell. Right. Yeah, and, that, and it'll have Bank of Montreal or TD or Brinkson like that. How about the dollar bills? 1867, 1967. We buy them for $1.75 and sell them for $4. Is that right, eh? Yeah, they made a lot of them. Think about this. The government has a, a chance to print money and doesn't have to put a serial number on it. Right. Now, you and I both trust the government, but do you think they made a lot of these? Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, they, poor people can't, can't afford to buy expensive stuff, but even back then. You know. No, no, but the point is they just print, it was a license to print money. Right, I understand. <laughs> Untraceable, untrackable. Untra- yeah. Uh-huh. They're always stealing from us. I, I, I'm not. This guy gets it. Yeah, he gets it. We're not supposed to say that. They're not recording this show, are they? No. Yes, yes. Our message is always trust your government. Right. Yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. All right, Bruce and Scarborough, thank you so much. We've got to take a Thank quick you. break. You're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio, broadcasting from Liberty Village at the beautiful Zoomerplex. We'll be right back. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. 
Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio in studio with Paul Kenny, a man who's found fame and fortune dealing in stuff, identifying value that other people overlook. You know him from Storage Wars Canada and A&E TV's Northern Treasures, as well as this show. You ready for another call? Yes. All right. Our next caller is going to be Murray. He's calling from Welland. Hey, Murray, how are you? Well, I'm fine. Thank you very much for taking my call. Yeah. What do you have? I have a, uh, a small sterling silver salt spoon, I think it's called. Yeah, about two inches long? That's yeah, about the... three and a quarter inches long. Oh, that probably mustard then. Okay. Yeah, salt's a little bit shorter usually. That's oh, probably mustard right. ladle. Like a little ladle type of thing? Uh, that's right. The, okay. The, the, the scoop is like an oval. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, that'll be a mustard. That'll be either mu- uh, sauce or prime mustard. So what's right. on the name of the back? Is there, who's made by? It just says sterling on the back. Okay, so it'll be made in North America, so Canada, United States probably. Uh, there should be a little symbol on it, but they generally sell for about double to triple what um, the sterling value is. So if there's 3 $4 worth of silver in it, it'll sell for 12 to $15. With okay. no name on it, if you have a special name or special pattern, because you got to remember not, what people are trying to do here. Yeah, Say that not, you're not, not on this particular item, no. Yeah, but other no. people are what they're trying to do. Other listeners out there is they've got a pattern. They're collecting uh, Grand Baroque by Wallace okay. or something like that, and they're missing the ladle. They will pay extra for it to have that missing piece, but it has well, to match the, the rest of their stuff. The little holder to go with the holder. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're at fifteen bucks. I got another, well, just another yep. item here. It's a Whitnar, a ladies' Whitnar evening watch. Okay, and generally it, melt. It says 14 carat on the back. Is your band 14 carat or leather band? Or well, Spidel? One of these leather bands, I Okay, guess, yeah. well, that's going to cost you. The watch has got about 3 grams of actual gold, 14 carat in it. Oh. It's worth about $75 in gold, 75 to to $100, depending on how the weight is. Because you have to take the weight of the, the watches as a Whitnar was a good name, yep. but it's not, your gold is worth more than your watch. Okay? okay. And the, the, the clasp on the back says Sinex or something like that. Yeah, don't worry about that. We're melting okay. it. Okay. okay. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> and, could I just take a picture of this and send it to you? Yes, you can. Sales uh, at... Yeah, I've, I've got that down. Sales at uh, com. Yeah. That's All right. one word. Good. I'll, I'll send these off and uh, get my son to take pictures of them and uh, let you see them. And I get down to Welland. I'm going to be down Niagara Falls either Monday or Tuesday of this week because I have unfinished business from last week. Okay? Okay. Now, I have a, I have a gentleman... He's uh, 90 years old, and he's got a, a car collection like you wouldn't believe. Die-cast or what kind? actual car? Metal, wind-up, everything. Oh, oh, toy car collection. No? Okay. Now, why do you leave always the best stuff to last? Okay. Well, I, 
I, I, I never, I've never talked to him about selling it or whatever. He's looking at it. He showed me the, showed me the set, and he said, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I don't think my kids want them. Well, then he should talk to me. Well, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. What, okay. what I'm going to do is I'm going to take him out for lunch on Wednesday. Okay. And I'll, I'll bring up the point that uh, you can, you'll be in the area, and maybe we can contact you to give you, uh, if he's interested, give you his address and... He's 96, eh? I go out for lunch on Monday with him. Okay, sorry. No. Move it up, you're saying? <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. You I'm know, there's kidding. there's a good example where you go, it's a, it's a toy collection. And, and yeah. it's, heaven forbid, but, you know, we all have it coming. Someday he passes on and yeah. some mover comes along and goes, oh, I'll throw this junk in a box and I'll move it to the new location. And just putting he, it in the box the wrong way, you can damage cars. all that stuff. He bought a lot of these cars from Saskatchewan. Hey, I'm I'm... Uh, you just made my show. I wish you you started off with this. This is the kind of stuff that I do. I help people with this. They come right. in. They have large. They have large collections. They don't know what to do. Even if I don't buy it, I can advise them what to do with it or how to get realize the most money. Well, okay, that sounds very good. And Murray, you know what else sounds good? There are finders fees sometimes associated yes. with bigger transactions. Oh, really? Wasn't there a guy who called in last year? There was some big item, and he ended up doing very yes. well. And all he did was call this show and say, "Hey, I know a guy." If I recall, it yes. worked out very well for the guy who just knew a guy. Yeah. Oh, no. I see. Okay. We pay finders, finders fees all the time yep. if it works out, and uh, and like I say, I'm a fair. I'm at the top of the heap. I'm not looking to buy a twenty thousand dollar item for three dollars. That's no. not my style. Okay. No, no, no. And I don't I've, mind paying. I've known some of those guys, yeah. Okay, thanks. Yep. Okay, our number here at the station is 416-360-0740. We want to get to as many calls as we can before the hour runs out at uh, 2 o'clock. Again, 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. That's 1-866-740-4740. Our next caller is Karen in Goderich. Karen, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Our no pleasure. Problem. What do you have? I have a six-and-a-half-inch sterling silver spoon by Tiffany with Jack and Jill. Jack is falling down the hill yeah. with a pail of water, and Jill is still standing at the top. It's embossed on both sides of the handle. So literally a silver spoon from Tiffany's with an image on it? I don't think I've ever seen that. They okay. still sell yeah, these, by the way. Embossed. If you go to Tiffany's right now, I, some, uh, Tiffany's, by the way, they've just expanded recently into like handbags and scarves and all yeah. sort of extra accessories that they never went into this market before. But the silver spoon is right up there with the, you know, the locket, you know, the, the, either the necklace or the, the uh, bracelet with the little lock on it. These are very, very notable for a long time. The Tiffany's spoon. Well, at Tiffany's, they probably sell them for about $350. But in the aftermarket, this would probably sell for about $100, really? $125. Oh, well, yeah. More than the silver content value oh, yes. still, though, because it's Tiffany's, obviously. I very, very seldom melt Tiffany's. Once in a while, if it's really, really boring or if it's monogrammed, right. I'll melt Tiffany's. But Tiffany, Pufacat, some of the good brand names, I will not melt. And we will pay extra for it. 
And, but it's got to be or – we, or we tell the customer, the client, we says this should go on, on uh, consignment. I says we can put this bowl. It's worth $116 in melt, and, but it's really going to sell for 400 because Tiffany sells it for 800 mm. Now, you won't be able to get the same money Tiffany's does because they got all the marble – you know, counters and they have the really the, the <laughs> and really, the down pot lights and the good looking staff and, and you're luck- seduced. I understand, sure. Yes, we have a good looking staff, but nothing like Tiffany's. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I Can- also yeah. have a 1912 copy of the sinking of the Titanic and great sea disasters, and it has a whole sea pictures and um. Sorry, what year was it published? Ford, and it has a list of people and so on. Okay. Is it a, um, okay, if it's a book, these books will sell for $100, $200. If it's a newspaper from that day, there's still people collect the Titanic. Oh, yeah, well, and some of the newspapers are famous. Didn't one of them famously say everyone survived? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Titanic collectibles, it's a huge, huge market. Yeah, yeah. Um, and probably the newspaper is going to be fifty to hundred dollars, and depending which which edition it is, and if it's on Newfoundland, it depends on you know if it's a two days later, one day later. There's a lot of things, and people, I I get up every morning. I thank God for Completus, the guy who collects Titanic, yeah. who doesn't have the Nebraska Upper Boot uh, Tribune, yeah. And then that person wants that, right? And that's what I'm going to sell them. But there is no like, there's no hidden news or undiscovered stuff about the Titanic. Even the lifeboats that, yeah. that they are all accounted for. Everything is you know very well documented. The newspaper articles are very well documented. Even an actress who was on the Titanic and survived, she ended up just she's just a couple of years later, yeah. maybe even not that long. She starred in a movie about herself on the Titanic. That's how famous it was. Yeah. That's how big a deal it is. That's how well collected these things are. But something like that, yeah. And well, no, there's always a market. And no guy should have to watch the one with uh, Celine Dion and DiCaprio and whoever that other one, Titanic. Just came up the other day. Someone said, there was room for Jack on that floating door. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I said it on uh, on Face of Music, that we're there now. You know, that Titanic, the movie came out in 1997. There yeah. will be a remake. We're, we're in that window. They yeah. just remade Jumanji. You know what I, I mean? Know, like, I come know. on. How many times have they remade Spider-Man in the last 20 years? Give us another Titanic. No, they this just... time Rose eats it. I don't know. Yeah, but when they do Sp- Spider-Man, they do it well. Okay. Every time? Who's your favorite Spider-Man? I don't know. Toby. Toby McGuire. Because he plays right? poker. I can't even name the new guy. I don't know his name. I don't know him either. Sorry. Garfield something? Yeah. Uh, Rose in Burlington is our next caller. Rose, how are you? Hello. I'm very well. I'm so happy to get through. <laughs> Well, great to have you. What do you have? Thank you. I have a tall, well, it's about 17 inches tall. It's a girl, um, and it's like a bronze color statue, and it's got a label in gold that says Leyte. And um, I know these are seasonal. There's also um, a winter. This is the summer, and I'm wondering if you're familiar with them. It's a girl. Her skirt is blowing in the breeze, and um, she's hanging on to a style. Is it bronze? It, it's a bronze color, but I don't know whether that's bronze, the metal. Okay, you'll tell by the weight sometimes. It can be bronze over a white metal, then it's worth a little bit less. If it's bronze, it'll have a founder's mark. Does it have a signature on the bottom? See, all these things you got to know. Slow down, a founder's mark. What is a founder's uh, a mark? A touch mark. It'll say which, which foundry made it. Right. Yeah, and then it'll have a signature on it. It'll be shapes and insignias. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I couldn't if, see a signature, but it does have the label that says Leyte. How old is it? 
When did you buy it? Well, it must be very old. My mother traveled all across Canada and U.S., and she's found it someplace, but now she's gone. How are you <laughs> spelling Leyte? lovely how you, statue. How are you spelling Leyte? Pardon? L-A. How are you spelling it? How do you spell Leyte, the label that you're seeing oh, on it's it? it's the summer for in French, and it's L apostrophe E-T-E. Oh, so it's a oh, series. So that's not series. the name of okay. the actual manufacturer. Have, I'd have to see it, judge for myself how old it is. It could mm-hmm. be if it's something out of the that she bought at an antique shop in 1970 and that came out in the 20s, yes. If it's something in 1970 that was made in 1970, no. I'll have to see it, okay? It would be rare that a statue made of bronze that you wouldn't be aware of, too. Yeah. So it's either super interesting or not interesting at all. But we'll yeah. find out. We'll find out. Send me off a picture. Thanks. Our next caller is going to be Paul in North York. Paul, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Not bad. What do you have? Oh, I got a bunch of uh, posters from the 70s and picture discs. Okay. What kind of posters? What do you mean, movie posters? No, no, uh, rock and roll. Oh, rock's good. Oh. Yeah, I got lots of uh, lots of that stuff. I got about, between them and the picture discs, I got about maybe 40 or 45 of them framed, laminated uh, with no clear glass. Give oh. us some of the names that you have. Was it specific uh, tours Zeppelin, for rock bands? Uh, Emerson, Lake and Palmer, uh, Rock and Roll Revival, Transcontinental Cup Pop Festival. Okay, okay, I got because we're running out of time. I got to do this quick. Are they from the actual um, concerts, yeah, or are they the ones from just you've bought in your? Rec- uh, I'm 61. These are all originals. I grabbed them. I started grabbing those stuff when I was about 15. Great, mm. great. You got it. Okay. You, um, without I going too much. I live in North York, right? So Come by and see me. Far. Yeah, come by and see yeah. me. Look at me your address and your phone 10, number. 10,341 Young Street. Make sure I'm there so you call ahead. 905-737-4653. And I'm looking forward to seeing him. We have a friend of mine who's got a poster from Led Zeppelin down at um, the O'Keefe Center. And it's worth three grand, okay? But what, he what actually stole it right out of the hall. Yeah, well, we hate to reward that sort of behavior, but if this stuff gets thrown out, but yeah, if it's like Led Zeppelin at some huge okay, stole Canadian it out of the venue, sure, whatever. But uh, I know what you're saying. It pulls this band in that yeah. time period right to a location in the city of Toronto or nearby. Huge value for something like that. Yeah, like on O'Keefe Center, Jimi Hendrix program. It's worth probably 1500 bucks. So cool, though. Wouldn't it be great to have that? Oh, I know, but a lot of people, or Jazz Joplin, Jefferson Airplane, yeah, right man. there. You know, so rock memorabilia is something I love, and you'd be surprised. Like some of this weekend. Oh, if it's something that's in the artwork anchored locally, yeah. right through the roof, yeah. Well, John Lennon played here. I mean, yeah, there's man. so much stuff that happened in Toronto. We live in a world. We live and those in a, posters were used for a few months and then tossed, right? Yes. Yeah. We live in a world-class city with great stuff going on here. And try and get this stuff back, which I'm glad this guy t- uh, found them when he was younger. I okay. apologize to the people online that are, yeah. on, that are holding. We don't usually get to everybody. We owe you one. Call in next week and say, hey, listen, I waited on hold and you didn't get to me. Yeah. I'm going to put you to the top of the queue. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I want people to come in. Like this week, this uh, hockey memorabilia and sports memorabilia has got some of the best prices. Uh, the best stuff I want. I, I have actual interest in that. Okay, and I'd like to have people come and see us. Yeah. 10,341 Young Street. I always say that you're in love with hockey memorabilia, so if they're going to sell it to you, demand 10% more than you're offering, because you're falling in love with a lot of this stuff. And get a second opinion on everything, but make sure we're one of them. One of those second opinions, okay? (laughs) You've been listening to Consignment Heroes. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. That's 10,341 Young Street. A special thanks to show producer Sebastian Hearn.
This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.